is the Emotional Wellbeing Podcast with Glenda and Kid, changing and saving lives. Hello and welcome to Emotional Wellbeing 2.0. Thank you very much for tuning in. Okay, now I'd like to salute my co-host, Glenda D. Roberts. Let's give her a big hand, curtsy. Hello there, kid, and hello everybody out there listening. We're going to be discussing all things creative. Increase your sense of well-being by looking at more art. But first, I'd like to talk about me. My name is Lawrence, educational psychologist, EP. Where should I begin? Oh, yes. Let me start by saying thank you very much for your kind invitation to visit the Exploring You offices in Sudbury and Castle Headingham, where I saw much of their good work to develop comms as part of plans for the next year and to make their vision a reality. We share some common traits that allow us to bring this series to life. In fact, we're just two peas from the same podcast. <laughs> My role is to help young people to conquer their fears. I tell pupils to make the best of themselves. So now with that clarity, let me go to what we aspire to. I know from experience that what we value and believe has an impact on how we behave and the choices we make. It is therefore very important that practitioners examine their values, beliefs, attitudes and opinions and consider how these may affect practice. Respect, empathy, realness, empowerment, values in action. Yes. These values underpin the practice. My favourite quote comes from David Viscott, psychiatrist and fellow broadcaster. The purpose of life is to discover your gift. The work of life is to harness it. The meaning of life is to give your gift away. To understand the quote, read the work of American writer Ralph Waldo Emerson. Yes. This month we're discussing creativity. You can, of course, contact us info at emotionalwellbeinglife.co.uk. Last time we talked about sharing, we want to keep the conversation going. Emotional understanding is important if we are to learn from our own experiences and develop resilience. As we learn to express our emotions in appropriate ways, we are able to help ourselves as well as others to develop. The popular expression to be on someone's wavelength is often cited when a connection is made between individuals, which deepens awareness, which is manifested in the conversation, of which can include the arts, literature, music, invention, etc. It is a feeling and a fault, but also a question of blind faith to just go with it as it develops guide discovery. There's an argument to be made though not here due to space limitations, mm. that creative people do things differently. Okay. While most think of creative people as right-brained or artsy, creativity exists within all of us, even the most logical, linear thinkers. However, some of us have honed our creative sides a little more than others and know how to capture and express that imaginative energy Creative people cover a broad spectrum of personalities from the stereotypical starving artist to the entrepreneurial businesswoman. They share some common traits that allow them to bring their creativity to life, including the following. They are highly emotional, intuitive people. Most creative people identify with being empathic or highly sensitive persons. They feel very deeply and let out their emotions through their creative work. 
they're also risk takers. Creative people just don't like doing new things. They actually seek out dangerous or uncomfortable opportunities because this makes them feel alive. It unlocks new doors of creativity and might even get them insight into previous undiscovered talents. They use their pain to fuel their passion. Creative people have likely been through very hellish or traumatic experiences, but these experiences give life to their work. They feel inspired by what they've learned from their setbacks and transmute the negative energy from the pain into something really, truly positive. 25 things creative people do differently. We will tweet it out. Ubuntu. Many of the jobs that we will be dealing with in 10 years' time haven't been invented yet. They don't have a name, a salary, a typical career path or a person's specification. The world will discover these new jobs only to the extent that creatively gifted people can find the space to invent them, using the dazzling array of new technologies now unfurling around us. Creativity, therefore, is no longer an asset to only the so-called creative industries. It is now a must-have attribute in every industry. One's ability to connect emotionally is at a total peak right now. Being an ELSA emotional literacy support assistant, I have been fascinated by emotions because of the central role they play in so many aspects of our lives ranging from feelings of affection and love to fears of danger and up to the excitement of the creative process. Our emotions are always in play. Food for the soul. Over the years, I've fed my soul, which has enabled me to serve those who require my help. I consider myself to be a channel of positive energy. Throughout adolescence, I knew I had a certain awareness. I was in touch with my feelings, with my heart and soul. I developed a sense of knowing, which I consider to be my strongest suit. This means loving oneself and others. The journey of self-awareness takes courage, but the many obstacles are just opportunities from which to learn and grow. When I think about my own schooling and the problems I faced daily with my dyslexia, feelings of shame and not being good enough or as good as the others, I developed a coping mechanism for dealing with my inability to live up to others, mostly teachers' expectations. I constructed an alternative world with plenty of colourful interpretations, opening up my mind to the creative flow of energy and a source of constant inspiration on tap. Resilience is one thing they really can't teach you at school. It will get you further than anything else. When I studied to become a therapist many years ago, I vowed to take every opportunity to challenge myself, something I did not do in primary or secondary school. And one day my tutor asked the class, who among you would like to do a presentation on Freud's ego state? I volunteered and it felt so good. I have never looked back ever since. Building on that experience gave me the confidence to use a similar recipe for running my own business, exploring you counselling. I hope to show how through motivation and inspiration, determination and goal setting can help you win. The book everyone is reading right now is Shoe Dog by Nike founder Phil Knight. It's the story of how a small gang of nerdy running enthusiasts started importing Japanese trainers and wound up building one of the biggest brands in the world worn by the biggest sporting starlets today. The book has built up a cult following among entrepreneurs because it's all about ensuring business has a wider purpose and sticking to that no matter what. As the author himself 
puts it. When you make something, when you deliver something, when you add some new thing or service to the lives of strangers, making them happier or healthier or safer or better, you're participating more fully in the whole grand human drama, more than simply alive. You're helping others live mm. more fully. And if that's business, all right, call me a businessman. How inspiring is that? <laughs>
We are bringing you what we need to. Ubuntu. We're a service of first resort and a service of last resort and everything in between as well. If you want to locate a therapist anywhere in the country, contact the BACP. Click on itsgoodtotalk.org.uk and find a therapist. Experiencing sensations like goosebumps or a lump in the throat when listening to music is quite rare and unique. Matthew Sachs last year studied people who get chills to discover how this feeling was triggered. He discovered that those who had managed to make emotional and physical attachment to music actually have different brain structures than those that don't. Sachs' findings is published in the Oxford Academic, but he's quoted in Neuroscience. This means if you get chills from music, you are more likely to have stronger emotions. Plus, these sensations can also be associated with memories linked to a certain song, which cannot be controlled in a lab setting. Dr. Sachs is currently conducting research, which will look at brain activity when listening to songs that register certain reactions. By doing so, he hopes to tap into treatment for psychological disorders. Depression causes inability to experience pleasure of everyday things. Depression is usually managed with medication and counselling by a mental health professional, but neuromusic therapy, NMT, is going to be interesting to watch this space. Inspirational quote of the day. Thought-provoking and exchange of views is imperative to make change. Without change, there is no progression. Barak Salam. Join us next time when up for discussion will be emotional literacy. Ciao for now. (laughs) 